Welcome to CD Speak, Sex and Sexuality. I'm your host, Marlena Harvey, and today I have Tristan and Laurel with me again. Hey guys, how are you? Good, hello. Yeah, it's so great to join you again. Thanks for having us. So good to have you back. And today's topic is masturbation. And since I think everyone knows or has a general grasp of what that topic means, I'm going to go ahead and ask. So Tristan, why is this the topic that we decided to talk about today? Or what made you guys think that this would be an interesting topic to bring up? I, I feel like first masturbation is kind of a word that um, we don't often talk about in public spaces as, as around, especially around sex topics. And how this came up for me um, and what made me really bring this forward is that I was camping this past weekend and some of my friends were talking about um, masturbation and about how folks with vaginas are kind of told or taught different about different ideas about masturbation than folks with penises. And it really got me thinking, you know, they're right. And how can we break this myth? And how can we start talking about this so that folks with vaginas know that it's okay to explore and that this can be a pleasurable experience? And so it led me to like, why is this taboo? You know, why is it so taboo when so many folks, um, in fact, need to know their bodies, right? Masturbation leads you to actually knowing how to tell your sexual partners what you like, um, which is part of the whole definition of masturbation. Um, it's erotic stimulation, right? It can be um, with through your genitals, but it can also be in your mind. Um, it can be through an instrument. It can be a, a fantasy. So, so many things that you can engage in. Um, and the other thing that came up, and you all, like, I'd love to have a discussion about this with you too. Um, it was like, the myth around masturbation that if you masturbate, it means you're not sexually pleased by your partner. Um, and it's like, yep. So untrue. Um, so yeah, just kind of like open it up. Like what are y'all's thoughts around this topic and what arose like for you around wow. masturbation? Yeah, it is really interesting when you mentioned the word myth, you know, Tristan, I obviously thought of kind of different folk tales you hear around, Oh, you know, if you masturbate too much, you're going to go blind or, you know, your hand's going to fall off. Yeah. You're going to lose full <laughs> sensation in your genital region. And, you know, there's a lot of scary things that we hear about it. And not only that, you know, the word masturbation is often associated with negative things like the term mental masturbation or, you know, anything to do with the self, even ego has been misconstrued around this very kind of selfish way that is not serving us, you know, in partnership or alone and in our confidence and, you know, self-love of our own bodies and knowing our own bodies and what gives us pleasure. So yeah, it's such a vital conversation to explore and to kind of even think of it as what, it, what does it take to give ourselves permission to feel pleasure and do we need to wait around to have a partner, whether it means a permanent partner or even a partner there that happens to be there that day or that night or that minute, right? Mm -hmm. Or do we have the power to to offer ourselves care and love? Yeah, and, you know, also being in relationships, I think that, you know, sometimes people require that to be sexually satisfied. And that's, you know, the whole conversation of talking to your partner about what you need and making that open and that 
constant communication allows you to communicate, hey, this is not because I'm not satisfied. This is just because it's something I like to do. Right, which ties into mental health. And I think that's the best part about it is that all these things can tie into your overall holistic being, right? Which is we are sexual at times and some people are not. The way you choose to express that shouldn't be policed in any manner, right? Mm -hmm. It should be an authentic experience. And so if you are in a sexual experience and you don't know how to please yourself and how your body likes pleasure, how are you supposed to engage authentically? Sex becomes an experience that you don't like to engage in, right? Because you don't know what you like. Mm -hmm. Because you weren't told that it's okay to explore, and the thing that, that I want to break is like, how do we do that? You know, how do we begin to explore in a way that feels authentic, uplifting? And also, um, you know, sometimes folks have different bodies that they really have to rename, work with, and really kind of overcome um, the costume that they are wearing every day. Mm-hmm. And so sex for so many people can can really be empowering. And I think masturbation is a really could be a tool for reclaiming that in um, a mental health way. So yeah, I'm like, oh, this is so interesting. I have a question that actually leads me into the other question I was going to ask you guys is the difference between male and female masturbation. For instance, as a kid growing up, I remember specifically guys were always allowed to joke about, you know, jacking off and touching themselves. And that was always an ongoing joke. But as soon as you brought up any sort of female genitalia, it became gross. I don't want to talk about that. You know, what are, what are the differences in that and how can we work to alleviate those? Yeah, that really makes me think of um, these small, I, I don't remember the name, um, the small kind of tampons that don't have an applicator. And I remember reading reviews on Amazon and so many of them were like, oh, it's so gross because I have to like put my fingers into my own body to put in the tampon and it's disgusting to touch myself and so weird and gross and you know part of masturbation is such a spectrum too Mm -hmm. you know I'm thinking of this great scene in the tv show Broad City where she's setting up I love that show (laughs) yeah I don't know if you remember this scene but she's like sets up this whole scene she has a special outfit she might like like candles the mirror on top yep (laughs) yeah it's like a whole thing so you know masturbation is a whole spectrum you can go all out like that or it can be you know this is kind of an unconventional way of thinking of masturbation but it can be taking yourself out for dinner Mm -hmm. a solo date you know doing a little foreplay, asking yourself how you're doing today, checking in with yourself, right? So, you know, it's this whole spectrum of self-care. And, you know, back to what you were asking, any time that we take a binary like that and say this is okay for this type of person, it's not okay for this type of person, we really have to break that down. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it it also applies to just sexuality, right? It's, It's okay for a man to sleep around with a bunch of people, but it's so taboo for a woman, like all these different things that we say, or, you know, when we talked about polyamory and what it means mm-hmm. and, the, and the judgments, all these different things. Um, you know, I, I love to think of sex and sexuality as your own individual thing. And, you know, expanding it out is for learning, but not for judging. Exactly. You know? And mm-hmm. it's so. important to remember I think what you, when you asked that, Marlena, is that 
vaginas are for more than just reproduction. Mm-hmm. And our school system and the way that we are taught sex is that sex for folks with vaginas is just for like a penis to basically come inside of you and you for to you for you to have babies. And there's no knowledge about that you can even experience pleasure if mm-hmm. you have a vagina. We're not taught that in schools. If they're teaching it now, kudos, but they weren't, you know, when I totally. Was oh, I was just gonna say the reality is is that it's been a hundred and forty-one years exactly since the vibrator was invented. So this is also, you know, it's really time to have a different conversation that's yep. not about judgment. Yeah. Because really, 141 years ago, the vibrator was invented. It was invented. There's a great movie called Hysteria about it. Um, it was actually used as more of a medical device. It was thought to combat female hysteria, which is a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. But again, even 141 years ago, it was linked to mental health in a way. The whole invention was to support mental health issues. So, you know, it's really interesting to think about how long it's been that we've been having this conversation and how long it's been and how what is outdated mm-hmm. about yep. our thoughts and what do we need to kind of, you know, refresh. Agreed. Revisit. Well, and how we need to change the way that we talk about it, too, not even what we talk about, but how we talk about it, you know, and how we present it to younger generations, too. Thank you guys so much for being here tonight. It was wonderful to talk to you both. Yeah, definitely. I hope our listeners feel comfortable to talk to themselves and to their partners. And, you know, it's always an interesting and fun thing to try out with a partner, too. Exactly. This has been a great episode of City Speak, Sex and Sexuality, produced by the students of City Time Media. Thank you guys so much. And join us next week for our final episode.